All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, sponsored by Brewers Pizza and affiliated with Big Cat Country. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. What's up, guys? It's JK3. All right, so we are returning to recording now that we got some news to discuss. We had the State of the Jaguars presentation today. Uh, we had the uniform unveiling at Jacksonville International Airport, and we had the uh, the schedule release as well. So um, just to kind of get rolling into it with the State of the Jaguars, probably my biggest takeaway, honestly, the thing I'm most excited about, maybe even more than the season coming up, is definitely the collab between Leonard Skinner and Kid Rock. I mean, that's pretty exciting. So, uh, nah, nah, nah. That's not exciting. No. Um, I mean, Leonard Skinner, hometown band, Kid Rock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> Bob what's, with what's, the Bob. <laughs> yeah. What does Detroit have next? Okay, next, next. How did he? How did he go from being like? Uh, like a Limp Biscuit type uh, <laughs> performer to to like now he's all Southern rock. I, I don't I don't get. I'm it. not sure, but I I did like when so you guys watched it and you saw like and I'm still confused. I don't know if it's real Leonard Skinner or, or something. Somebody told me it's not like the same members of the band as before, or maybe not all of them or something. But anyway, the guys came up on stage and like of course they walk out to Sweet Home Alabama, which is the uh, probably to me the most hated Jaguar song that gets played inside the stadium during the season. That's just me. So, can anyone else? I would challenge some of our Twitter followers to send me another song besides "Sweet Home Alabama" by Leonard. <laughs> like another one, like any other one. Any, I mean, I, there's, there's any other, and I'll, I'll fact check. I'm gonna check, but just send me. I mean, one. there's Free Bird. You know, they, they, they have. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, Free Bird. I never yeah. heard that song. I, was, I, was, I don't even. Yeah, know. there's, 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 there's a couple different ones that they have that. Uh, you know, popular songs. They, you know, it's, it's hometown, hometown band. So not going to knock it too much, but, uh, but when you mix in Kid Rock, that's when I kind of checked out. I'm like, huh? <laughs> my, uh-huh. my favorite, my favorite thing is when Mark Lamping like introduces it and they play like the, you know, little video that they do for each, you know, different presentation. And for, for Leonard Skeeter and Kid Rock, it's like the commercial that plays on TV where it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like Leonard Skinner here in Jacksonville. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Monster Jam. You know, that whole like voice and stuff. And uh, I was just like, wow, this seems so out of place. But, uh, but you know, it's it's still cool, I guess. But um, so, yeah, got the music uh, announcement, of course, TIAA Bank Field. You got to see some of the visualizations of the of the new logo on the outside of the stadium. And, you know, they gave a little talk on that. Uh, how did you guys like how they uh, kind of showed how the, the logo would change? Look OK or do we care? <laughs> it's, it's, it's all right. I mean, as long as it's still owned by a bank. I'm good because that's good for us yeah. <laughs> to still remain down by the bank, but uh, and we can still lock down the bank. You know what I mean? So I mean, I'm pretty indifferent on that. You know, it's got a you know a little bit of a uh, old school feel to it, uh, but at the same time, hey man, it's, it's all about down by the bank. It's not about TIAA, okay? So it's it's about down by the bank. So that's that's yeah. what they should that's what they should have gone with. They should have gone with him that instead. Down by the bank, bank field, or something, or down by the bank field. Just down by the bank field, man. Just, yeah, you know, okay. down by the bank it. field. Yeah. Fun fact: I learned that Andrew Carnegie started TIAA, so that was pretty pretty cool uh, for my finance uh, nerds out there. And then one thing that I thought was kind of kind of weird was, and I'm just gonna be honest, I don't know about this one. This this seems kind of weird. The dog park. So apparently, there's gonna be a, a, an additional swimming pool. I guess just for the dogs. Uh, artificial turf, yeah, man. Uh, and then the ability to like check on your dog during the game, like through video or, or something like that. So, um, I mean, what do you guys think about that? I think that's a little, a little weird. That's a reach, man. First of all, when you got eighty thousand people in the stadium and you're trying to use your cell phone, and the AT and T or Verizon or Sprint network is jammed, how are you going to check on your dog or the camera? For second of all, why would you even? No, oh, this should be first of all. Why would you even care to check on your dog while your favorite football team is playing? Okay, your dog is going to be okay. They're going to eat. They're going to crap, and they're going to lick themselves, and then they're going to be fine, just like they would do at home. So why would you bring them to the game? I'm just saying. There, there is no way. Like I saw it today, and I was like, oh man, that'd be kind of cool. And then I thought about it. Like there's no way I would bring my dog. To the game. Like there's no way. 
there's no way. That's just another responsibility that I have. That's just another, like, I, I could just see it right now. Just me trying to bring my dog to the game and him just getting all crazy, sniffing somebody else, someone tripping over a leash. Uh, him, like, I, I just, no, nah, I, I just don't think it's a good idea. I mean, it's, it, it's a good idea, but if you live downtown and you, and your dog has like separation anxiety <laughs> and you can't go anywhere, <laughs> you can't go anywhere without your dog, then maybe, but I've got a, I've got a half, I've got a half German shepherd, half husky. I'm not bringing him anywhere. I'm not taking them no. I mean, I can't imagine this is only geared towards people who have dogs that have separation anxiety because that's such a limited use case, I feel like. But um, I don't know. I feel like, like, what if you're in the section near the dog area and there's like, you know, smell and you're trying to enjoy your newly minted $5 hot dog or popcorn and you got like poop smell going on or something. Like, what's the cost, too? I mean, you can you just have your regular tickets and just bring your dog and they just go up there? Or does your dog have to have a season ticket? or? It, that's see that's you get that's just stupid. Why just bring your dog to the game? If a dog smells a hot dog or a burger, I don't care how high the fence is. There, they jump in the fence. Okay, they're gonna jump <laughs> the fence. They're gonna attack somebody. Probably uh, uh, you know <laughs> just somebody walking around with a hot dog is gonna be all over. Just no, uh, uh, it's almost like you're trying too much. To like, yeah, they, they're yeah. trying too hard. They're reaching a little bit too much with the dog park. Before you know it, we're gonna have a bird park. Uh, amphibian park, <laughs> uh, fish park, you know, oh, I bring my bearded dragon to the game. He's going to be dressed in a Jags jersey or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Just that. Nah, nah. What I could see is so like, you know, with the Jags and like the way their marketing is, is they market like certain events for certain demographics. So like if you're a young, you know, you know, male, they'll probably say, come to this craft beer festival or something like that. Right. If you're a family, come to the family night here at Everbank Field. And this is a dog. It's like, come to the canine meetup. <laughs> like, I could just see this as another way of them trying to reach and to make sure they've gotten everybody in Jacksonville knowing that you can bring or you can come to, you know, whatever you want. Come Come to come to come to the pools. You can come get a five dollar nacho plate. You can ride your bike. Uh, you can also go to the fantasy football lounge. And it, you, my thing, my whole rant about that is that it takes away from butts in the seats. Like if I have my dog at the game, I'm going to be checking in on my dog instead of watching the game on the field. You know what I mean? And like Derek mentioned, also the Wi-Fi when you got like a hundred thousand people trying to <laughs> trying to check their Facebook and their Instagrams and everything else like that, I'm not going to be able to see my dog. So what happens when in like the first game of the season when it's scorching hot and my dog dies in the heat and they can't reach me? I mean, that's a lawsuit, right? Let's look at the grand let's look at the grand scheme of things. Let's really look at this now. Let's go to other NFL stadiums and do a comparison. In Atlanta, they got a Chick-fil-A in their stadium. Granted, it's not open on game day on Sunday. <laughs> Which Chick-fil-A is close stupid. On Sunday, but they still got a Chick-fil-A. I give them props for their Monday and Thursday night games. In Philadelphia, they got a jail in their stadium. Okay? For people that aren't acting right, they got a jail. Jacksonville, we got a dog park. Why? So you can bring your dog to the game. It just doesn't. There's no vibe with it. It's just it, like like JK3 said, it doesn't What's the correlation of bringing your dog to the game? The pools were one yeah. thing. Like you could bring if they added a, a less expensive pool area, you know, for for the common folk, that'd be awesome. You know what I mean? That would be cool. I I, I first thought the pool idea was a joke and it's actually turned out really good to go to the games and, you know, if you just happen to be looking over and see the pools, it's great. But um, I don't know about bringing my dog. There's no way I, I want to sit in my section, look over, and see Ramsey just chilling over there in, in his in, in his little kennel with all the other dogs hanging out. And yeah, no. Yeah, I got it. Grill check. Hot dogs, hamburgers check. Chairs check. Beer cooler check. Dog check. Okay, we're ready to go tailgate. Yeah, that <laughs> sounds cool. Yeah, it just uh, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. Okay, enough about yeah. the, enough about the dog. We, we're killing it too much. <laughs> Not only that, but quite honestly, as a cat owner, I mean, I'm kind of upset that they didn't really. <laughs> you don't have a cat. Me. You have a Bengal cat, which is different. So anyway, and I drove past your house a few weeks ago, and I saw that cat outside on the driveway. Man, I thought I was at the zoo. Okay, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a pretty cool cat, to be honest with you. If anybody wants to see my cat, uh, tweet me. I'll send you a pic. 
Um, <laughs> so, and then the, I did, I think I didn't catch this portion of it, but I guess they're going to set up like a, uh, sort of like a military, uh, theme section that somebody, again, I didn't watch the entire thing yet. I, I watched probably 90% of it, but there was something about like a, uh, a clothing line or something. Am I right on that? They have like some kind of branding that they're doing. Yeah, it's a military clothing uh, company called Grunt Style. Um, they've got a pretty good success story. I guess the guy started it uh, with like twelve hundred bucks in his pocket, and you know, whichever way they've gone and evolved to what they what they are right now, got a sponsorship here with the uh, with the Jags. So it, yeah, that, that, that's pretty good. I, I think that does uh, cater to a lot of the uh, you know the military folks here in Jacksonville. Um, you know, we've got two two or three actually Navy bases, um, you know, within this area. So I think that's pretty good for the military, but I mean, you know, it could be, we'll, we'll see how, we'll see how it turns out. Well, in one area that, uh, you know, and we kind of talked about this a little bit beforehand was the discussion on the new development, the shipyard stuff. And I know, (laughs) you know, we try to be super positive about stuff, but it's hard to not kind of be a little pessimistic about the, um, what do you call it? Like the visuals that they put up there of what they anticipate or are trying to put out there in that shipyards area or the uh, lot J and everything like that. And JK3, I know before the podcast, we were kind of, again, being a little pessimistic about, you know, State of the Union presentations or State of the Jaguar presentations in prior years where we saw similar uh, models and, and ideas and they didn't really come to fruition. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Man, I, the the drawings and everything look great. The last three to four years, we've gotten these amazing drawings and these amazing renderings. And the only thing that we've gotten out of it is Daly's Place, which don't get me wrong, is awesome. Daly's Place is cool. I love the indoor practice facility and everything else like that. I love the amphitheater vibe that you get from that. But it's very lackluster in comparison to the three-level multi-use field that we saw like, a couple <laughs> years ago. Um the shipyards, man, I don't know what the deal is with the shipyards or even that whole area down there. It seems like that whole area is like environmentally protected and the city can't or whatever they're trying to do. They can't pass whatever ordinance to build on that. So, again, we get another rendering of Lot J. And I don't know if anybody's ever been out to Lot J, but what they got right now from this rendering is not even big enough to go into Lot J. Lot J is it's a pretty big area, but I'm not an area to put a an apartment complex or or a shopping mall. Um, you know, I, I and I get the whole thing about how they want to keep everyone downtown when we have uh, games, everyone not downtown when we don't have games. But the thing about it is, is that you need to actually put something respectable down there where people actually want to come down there. I think where intuition is right now killer yeah. killer spot wherever intuition is right now that's like awesome right there on bay street it's very accessible it's very easy to get right there um i just don't see something else bigger than intuition coming in like if you had another area or a strip of bars that could be in comparison to intuition or as big as intuition is that would be awesome but i mean we're talking about putting a community out there <laughs> that that's just crazy yeah derek what do you think about that you're gonna uh you know maybe pull out a little lease on one of the apartment complexes uh throwing distance from the stadium i'm good man i i yeah, it, it's it's such a great vision i think for for years jacksonville has stood in its own way of progress but you have progress and then you have you know extremely high expectations for something that may or may not come to, you know, fruition with, you know, the, the, the whole scale and model when they, when they release these pictures and, you know, and it's good to have that, that, you know, I guess you could call it dream. Cause you know, everybody from Jacksonville, we want to see our city grow and succeed. And it is, but sometimes I, every year when they have the state of the Jaguars address and here they come with the fancy, you know, pictures and, uh, architecture work and, and plans. Uh, no, I, I just don't see it happening. So if it does, hey, I hope I'm wrong. But um, I'd love to see our our, our, our our city rally around and, and create something that could, everybody could use to, for the game day experience as well as outside the game day experience. That's the biggest thing. 
you know, create something outside the game day experience that you can go to. Like JK3 said, have an intuition right there. That's great. That's a start. It's a block. Now, where's the next block going to go? Yeah. And Lamping did mention specifically, and I think, I don't know if this was strategic in a way to kind of tell the city, okay, you you got past your initial hurdle or roadblock, which was the whole pension reform deal uh, that was causing the city so many uh, financial difficulties. But he did specifically say that, you know, you guys overcame, and he, I think Curry was even in attendance, you guys overcame the pension reform and a lot of the issues you were having financially. So uh, I don't know if that was a way to say, okay, so let's get it going. Uh, but to me, it's just crazy that the city, I mean, it's been t- way too many years of Shad Khan here to not have put into place some of this other stuff that they've uh, presented. And obviously, everything he's done with the Jaguars and at the stadium and with the amphitheater and with the practice field, all of it's been successful. So obviously, this is a guy that knows what he's doing. And I think they should uh, maybe defer to him a little bit on developing downtown a little bit more. Uh, the next big thing was the exciting uh, unveiling of the uniforms at the, at the odd late hour at Jacksonville International Airport, where there really weren't many people there in attendance. It was kind of crazy. Um, they the pre- presenter was uh, a guy with like a cut off shirt and Harley Davidson. Don't, don't lie, got, don't lie. What's Corey, his position Corey, with the team? Corey, you texted me the picture at nine thirty. You got from your uncle of the pictures <laughs> at the airport. Okay, okay. Tell uncle, tell your uncle. I mean, I forget. It was an uncle Russell. Or uh, you know, Uncle Uncle Bubba, you know, I don't know what uh, his name was. But no, it, it was Cletus. It was Uncle Cletus. Okay, tell your uncle <laughs> that he shouldn't have done that. And now, you know, he 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 let the cat out the bag. So yeah. yeah. By the way, this is probably like the nicest guy ever. So we're yeah. definitely not pointing. Yeah. At that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> if anything, you would have thought he would have leaked the Kid Rock concert more so than the. the oh wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Um, but what do you think about that though? Wasn't that such a kind of just bummer? I mean, it was kind of cool to see it break in real time on Twitter and like all the text messages, but what a just total bummer that they, they kind of, you know, jacked that up. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. And, um, it it took away, you know, some people like the, the, the uniform. Some people like to go back to the teal. Me personally, I like the new unis. So, um, but the way it went down, they, Somebody read the memo wrong. Um, uh, somebody made a joke on uh, 1010 this morning about, uh, oh, the memo said 12 p.m. They must have said tw- thought it read 12 a.m. I think it was Prosser that said that. And I sat there and thought about that this morning as I was getting ready for work. I said, he's probably right. Them jokers probably read the memo wrong and <laughs> yeah. put it put it out there. Yeah, man. I, I, I love the uniforms. Uh, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie, man. They're, I think they're. They're clean. Uh, they're very simple. What really trips me out is that the people like five years ago when we got our jersey, right? Everyone said that there was too much going on. We had a like a teal jersey with uh, black sleeves, a little bit of gold here, and these bold numbers and the shield. You know, there's a lot of moving pieces to to that jersey. Uh, then we had the color rush jersey. You know, the infamous honey mustard, whatever you want to say. And then the, the two-tone helmet. Everyone hated the two-tone helmet, right? So you have all these different complaints. It's just like, okay, everything is very uh, busy, all this other stuff. We know Nike can make some pretty cool things. And then they go back to something being simple, traditional. And people like Tom Coughlin hinted out that cat was out of the bag a while ago that they were going to be playing traditional uniforms, not like the ones before that. That were that that ugly with the piping like around the, the chest. Yeah. Not those. But you know, what we got right now is we got a teal, we got an identity, we got a teal jersey, something that looks different from everything else in the NFL. So people are saying, Oh, they're too plain, oh they're this, oh they're that. Like you wanted plain. You wanted plain. You wanted something less busy. Personally, I love the look of the helmet. The the all black helmet with the Jag logo on it right now is is really sharp. Um, I really like the teal jersey. Um, I like the black jersey and I like the white jersey. I like as many color combinations you can make with the pants and everything else like that. Also, one thing that I don't like, I just don't understand why teal has to still be our alternate color. Yeah. Like I don't get it. Like why? I don't. I just don't understand why we are forced to wear. Uh, a jersey only three times we can only wear it three times like that's it 
and teal is our primary color. Black and teal, it's on those ugly draft hats. So we need to make sure that you know that teal is our it's our it's our calling card. Like it, at least you redesign jerseys and you know just make at least teal our you know our thing. Well, the caveat though, I don't know if you heard this that made me feel a little bit better about it is I guess they can do teal pants whenever they want. They just can't do like the whole teal. So that was okay. okay. But I do agree that okay. my favorite picture of like all the the pictures that they released, uh, I think was Jalen Ramsey where he had the entire teal uh, uniform, jersey, and pants. That looked pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. I thought I thought yeah. that would have been awesome as just a our primary uniform just to really stand out from the rest of the NFL, especially with the all black helmet. That just looked really, really good. Oh man. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna look really, really good. Um, my favorite part of the state of the Jaguars was when Brian Sexton like introduced the uniforms. And of course, like the uniforms, like it's like this dramatic unveiling and they're like on mannequins and he's giving like just the, I don't know, you know, exquisite seams, the way they come around the back of the jersey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he definitely uses the SARS yeah. <laughs> material that, uh, you know, the opposing players it slips out of their hands. It's like, okay, all right, come on now. It almost reminded me of like a for any tech people out there who watch like the Apple keynotes, uh, like how they describe like the new iPhones and stuff. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> so, but sharply take photos with this new camera. Yeah, all he was missing was like a British accent, like Johnny Ive with Apple aluminium <laughs> helmets. Um, but yeah, Derek, what about the helmets? I mean, I thought the glossy helmets, I mean, I thought that was just a great touch and really was kind of like a throwback to the old days just with the updated logo. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, um, it's, it's a Tom Coughlin kind of, uh, you know, not decision per se, but it's got his style to it. You know, he's a, uh, the not too flashy, but you look, you look good. You look sleek. You'd be amazed how. When you know, most people, you know, look, oh, it's just an unveiling of the uniforms and and stuff, and, and uh, football players, it's just you know you're gonna go out there and get your jersey ripped and torn, um, but y- you know you gotta you gotta look good doing it. So if we're gonna beat up on people this coming year, if we're gonna go eleven and five, twelve and four, a lot of people are saying, you know, throwing some 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 uh, numbers out there because the schedule was released, you gotta look good doing it, and uh, it, it's it's just another little throwback little little touch that they've thrown in there so uh hats off to them yeah and i will say because jk3 mentioned it the draft hat sucks that's what you get when you get too many people complaining about trying to trademark duval that's all i'm gonna say oh what is that you got some like inside info over there or something or no it's not inside information it's like when the team tried to trademark duval everybody went up in arms like oh no you can't trademark Duval you can't trademark this and I, I guess there was like some type of local celebrity that are some, not celebrity some type of local lawyer that was just like there's no I'm gonna prevent the team from owning something that the fans own and blah 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 and now you get black and teal on a hat instead of Duval all these other teams got all their namesake on it Cleveland's got the dog pound the Cowboys as much as I don't really like them that much but their hat says America's team on it Everybody knows them as America's team. The Giants, Big Blue, the the Buccaneers, Fire the Cannons. I don't even like any of these teams. And 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 I know their namesakes by their hat. Even the Seattle one it says Seahawks has got the 12 flag on it. Like that's their fans. That's what they do. But, you know, we got people here complaining about, oh, you can't trademark Duval. It's like, okay. No matter how many U's, no matter how many A's, no matter how many V's you put in it, it's Duval. Like we understand, we know it, but it that's just no, black and teal. Who who references the Jags as black and teal? Yeah, t- the Titans hat said Hellman's on it. What does that mean? <laughs> re- re- referring to their choice of deodorant. <laughs> um, and last thing on the uniforms, the Titans uniforms. I don't know if you guys have an opinion on that. I think those look stupid. They copied the uh, the Canadian football team, the the Argonauts. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks exactly like it. If you if, if yeah, it Canadian does. Football team. It looks exactly yeah. like the Argonauts. Wow. Exactly. Like Have you seen their new helmets too? No, nah, I didn't pay that much attention. Yeah, they're they're pretty bad actually. Let me see if I can pull them up really quick. Yeah, um, they just it's always a it's always a good to get a clean look. My only thing with the unis, man, is if you look at some of the teams, you know, the Steelers, the Giants, Patriots, a couple of times, 
made some minor tweaks. Dolphins maybe changed once or twice. Uh, they just changed. Yeah, it and they just changed theirs again. But we've we've only been around twenty four years. How many uniform changes are we going to go through? We've, we've had four. four. We've had four uniforms in twenty in twenty something. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's that's a new uniform every five yeah. years. <laughs> so it's like, man. Hopefully this time, let's just stick with this. Let's just go with it. You know, after we win, uh, after we win the Super Bowl, which I'm gonna go out and say it. Um, let's just go with this uniform for a while. Let's ride the wave for longer than five years, please. I, I, it's gotta be it, man. It's gotta be. Like I get so jealous of some of my friends that. Um, that that are fans of teams and they've been te- like fans of teams for a while and they can still have um you know a, a throwback jersey of a player that played a long time ago but still have a current updated player on the back of their you know their jersey that's what sometimes and what I'll probably end up doing again I'll probably just get my own last name and number on the jersey because you just never know who's going to leave and who's going to stay yeah that's always a real cool move <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> you didn't have anything to follow up with that? No, I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not big on the the own last name on the jersey thing. You like that? That was your one liner. Yeah. One liner for the night. Yeah, I like it. I know I'm going to be a fan forever. Yeah. Like why not? Like there, there was, I, for a while there was a time where I had bought a jersey and the person got traded or like quit. So like the first like I bought a Garrard jersey and next thing you know he's gone. Yeah. Then I, I go ahead and get a um I think I had I wanna say I can't think I can't think I'm I'm drawing a blank, but I've had John Henderson. I got a John Henderson jersey, he was gone. He left. So I'm just now just go with the Keller. Well no one else has it. Yeah, well and just like what we were talking about last episode, I think I can actually see my Allen Robinson jersey I got on sale at TJ Maxx in the closet right now. So there you it's, go. It's it's obsolete. Obsolete. The Fournette jersey that I just got. Gone. Hey, look at it this way. We could be um Dallas fans and all our Des Bryant jerseys gone. Just <laughs> it, it, you know. Man, it, and I've said it before. I was a, a a Dallas fan growing up before you know the Jags got an NFL team. I used to love the Cowboys. But man, Jerry Jones needs to go. I don't care where he goes. Goes to a retirement home, goes to the funeral home. I don't care. Oh, jeez! <laughs> like oh. he just needs to go, man. <laughs> yeah. It, if I was a Dallas fan, I would have told man, you need to go. Just go. Yeah, Desbra. He didn't take a pay cut. He's not looking out for the best of the team. Jerry Jones hasn't been looking out for the team for the last twenty something years. So, rumor was Des wasn't even offered the cut. They just cut him, yeah. So, uh, just uh. yeah. But anyway, to, to the jersey point, yeah, they all you know all their all those Des Bryant jerseys now nothing. Yeah, well, and so one thing uh, finally we'll we'll jump on is the schedule. So that was released, and I really haven't looked at it too much. So I was hoping we kind of uh, live go through the schedule a little bit here. And you guys had sent me the the like baby version of the schedule, which I still question whether this is an official thing or not. Because bro, that's it. <laughs> that is it. The uh, Jalen Ramsey holding a baby, uh, who of course is symbolizing DeAndre Hopkins uh, for the December thirtieth game, is hilarious. And I'll definitely attach this in a tweet um, to send out as well. But um, so yeah, let's just kind of go through it and. You know, kind of just give some reactions as to what we think. I guess we got a couple primetime games going on, I guess, maybe. And, of course, uh, the game in the U.K. again. Uh, which, just to kind of start out, which which are the uh, the primetime games you guys were talking about? So, I, I, I noticed on the schedule we didn't, and a lot of people said that, oh, we don't have any primetime. But you really got to look at it in, in hindsight. You know, the Jags, they historically weren't really that good. So we had one really good season. So before the NFL just shells out everything on us and throws us into opening weekend and, you know, all this other stuff, we got to go in, we got to get in where we can fit in basically. So you got your, um, we got four games in the season, in my opinion, where I think that everyone's going to be watching the Jaguars. So two of them are going to be primetime games. Obviously you got your Steelers game, um, which is on uh, November 18th, 820 uh, Sunday night football. 
that's awesome to me. That is just and uh, that's great game. Um, we got the Thursday night game. Uh, it looks like against the Titans, which is always a great game. Always really good to have. It's probably gonna be the color rush game. So that's gonna be at eight twenty. And then we got the London game against the Eagles, which is you know once again only game being played at that time nine thirty a.m. If you're up watching football or getting ready to do your thing, you still you know are forced to watch Jaguars if you want to watch the football then. <laughs> and then. Um, the earliest game, the September 16th game, 425, that's usually that like national football game where your one o'clock game is done and there really isn't anything else. You're not going to watch like Oakland play or the Chargers or anything else like that. So you got that 425 game, uh, which is pretty much going to be the entire East Coast, I in my opinion. Yeah. So um, and awesome. Yeah. And awesome pretty- for a home game, too, because it'll be cooled down a little bit. Oh, man. When was the last time we had a 425 home? I don't know, especially not a home opener. Yeah, four twenty-five on a on a on a Sunday afternoon, which is going to be absolutely great. But yeah, man, let's run through the schedule. Okay, so Derek, we got the first game September 9th away against the New York Giants, which of course I guess this is what like a little crying baby in an Eli Manning jersey. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that's that's OBJ's kid after he knows Ramsey going to lock him up. So that's a that's a W. That's one. <laughs> is that a, is that a ten or a three? I can't tell. Uh, it looks like a third. Looks don't like know. a thirteen. Yeah. So that's a that's a. Yeah, I'm gonna give that an L. That we we got that win. You gonna give that an L or give them an L? Yeah, oh, give yeah, them. Give them give an L. I'm about to say you gonna give them an L. Man, you're killing me. You're killing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give give them one. Yes. Honestly, though, it all really depends on what they do in the draft. Because if they get Saquon Barkley, and then let's say Dez does go to New York, that'd be kind of cool. Well, you know, Brandon Marshall said there's no room for Dez in uh, New York, uh, but. We'll see, but yeah, I, even even with that, we e- Eli he looks drunk half the time anyway, so he'll probably be drunk. <laughs> are you Corey? Are you keeping tally? Yeah, I'm gonna keep tally for our our, okay. our rapid uh, selection. Super way too early <laughs> record projection. Okay. All, <laughs> All right, right, cool, so, cool. So week one win. Uh, week yeah, two you got a w there. in the slightly less humid and hot 4:25 game against the potentially Tom Bradyless New England Patriots. What are you guys thinking on that one? Uh, revenge game, but it's 50-50. I'm going W. Win. Hey, man, we, we, we got four minutes better. Yeah, four <laughs> minutes better. Yeah. We, we get four minutes better in the in the, uh, in the the offseason. Miles Jack wasn't down. Whatever one line you want to use on that. Uh, I really think we got the advantage here, man. I, I, I got uh, I got a win there, too. Okay. Week three, another home game, 1 o'clock, September, so it's a little bit hotter again, but we got the uh, Tennessee Titans in their horrid new uniforms at home. Man, we can't beat those fools at home for nothing. I'm going L. I I don't want to, but we just until they actually do it, I got to go L, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the crappiest part about it, man, just knowing – what you're getting when you face Tennessee. And for some reason they, they we just cannot beat them. Um, you know, here we can't beat them there. Uh, they swept us last year. I, I, and plus it would just be, you know, unrealistic of me to think that the Jack, as much as I love them, they're going to start off three and up. So yeah, we, we go ahead and give them two and one. Okay. Fourth game. We got the third home game in a row, which is pretty sweet. Uh, we got the New York Jets, uh, another one o'clock game. By this point, I think the uh, the dog park's been shut down due to the heat uh, exhaustion uh, for our, our, our pets. Uh, but New York Jets, you know, improved uh, team, I guess. So, uh, Derek, what do you think on that one? Man, we're burning the paper planes. Three and one. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, they left a lot of games on the on the table last year. They left four that I can think of right now on the table. So. I mean, it, we want it to be a win. If they okay, if they win this one, they lose against Kansas City. Okay, so we'll say win, and then when they go away against the uh, now uh, you know Chad Henney led Kansas City Chiefs, uh, what are you thinking on that, Derek? Because he says uh, you said loss, right? Yeah, I think I think there's a loss. Kansas City's the, they they can't play in the playoffs. During the regular season, they burn teams. So, I mean, you're looking at Travis Kelsey. You're looking at Kareem Hunt. Tariq uh, Hill. And uh, Tariq Hill. Uh, you got my boy Demarcus Robinson from Florida. So Derek, home, uh, <laughs> you got Kansas City home field advantage too, Derek. So what do you think? You're going to agree? You know, I'm going to disagree, man, because Pat Mahomes is a first-year player, although he's not a rookie quarterback. And remember, they lost their best cover corner. 
Now, granted, we don't have a burn-up wide receiving core, but I'm going to disagree. I think it's the, the game the following week with Ezekiel Elliott and, and running the ball all over the field that we got to watch out for. All right. Right. No, we, we beat that. Well, oh. well, I'll serve as I'll serve as tiebreaker for Chiefs. I think that's a loss. So we'll put loss for that one. Yeah. And then Cowboys, uh, Derek. What about Cowboys? You say that one. You're gonna say we lose. Yeah, I'm gonna say we lose that one just because. You know, Darius. When we got Darius, we got better at stopping the run. But man, the Cowboys' offensive line they mash. Man, they get it done. Uh, even when they have injuries, they still get it done. So that's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, I think it, I think that's really going to be the matchup, like in the trenches, right there, because they don't really have a. I mean, Hearns. There's a lot of storylines there because I mean, Alan Hearns, you know, versus old team. Um, but I think and Parnell versus his old team as well. So you know, a lot of storylines right there. But I think the, the battle of this one is going to be really in the trenches, and I think our defensive line is better than their offensive line. I'll go out of limb and say that. So I think we beat Dallas. Yeah, I'll do tiebreaker, and I'll, I'll agree with Derek on this one and say loss. So we're on a two-game losing streak here. This is getting rough. We're getting, we're getting, we're sweating a little bit. We don't know what's going on. Houston home, October twenty-first, one p.m. Getting a little cooler outside. What, what do you think about this game before we head off to London the following week? It's going to be a win. Uh, just, just think, yeah, their, their defense, Houston's defense, should be healed up, ready to go, obviously, but. Um, I just think we're 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 gonna we're gonna be able to beat the, these guys. We've had their number pretty good, so. Um, it depends on what Deshaun Watson we get back after the injury. Um, you know, really, and then plus it's always good to see DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, you know, versus Jalen, so we get the first time there uh, this season. I think it's gonna be a W. Okay. Yeah, and and Hopkins, this may be his first game back because remember he tore it. What four or five games into the season? Oh wow! So, oh, you mean Deshaun yeah, Watson? Yeah, yeah, not yeah, Hopkins, yeah. but yeah, Deshaun Watson. So, um, that might be around the time he comes back, October period. Okay. All right. So London, nine thirty a.m. And I don't know who tweeted. I think Blythe actually tweeted it. That's the Florida Georgia games the day before the nine thirty a.m. London game. Do you guys know that? <sighs> That's that's gonna be a tough. One. <laughs> so from a fan perspective, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a marathon. Yeah, so we'll we'll agree that's a, that's an L for the fans uh, on that one uh, in some capacity, yeah. I guess. But well, uh, and remember, same thing applies to them. Uh, Carson Wentz might be coming back from that ACL right there around that time um, because uh, well, he hurt his what week. 12 or 13 somewhere around there so that that's about the time that he'll be coming back too uh and that'll stink that we'll face two good quarterbacks coming back off acl uh but you know they might you know they're not just going to come in with a bad you know not a bad knee but a repaired knee and sling it for 400 yards on us so we have a puncher's chance obviously so win or loss i don't uh i'm going to win i'm gonna go ahead and say it Going win. I, I think the only reason why we get a win there is because it's London, and we we. I mean, but I I don't want to estimate. I don't want to underestimate. Like the, whatever whatever Philly quarterback we're gonna get is is good. I mean, you got you know Wentz who is is pretty good, and then you you got Foles who went out and won the Super Bowl. You know, he got hot during the playoffs. So I mean, it, it all depends on what Eagles team we get. Historically, I hope they're going through their Super Bowl hangover, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, during that time. Um, and, and that's the only really thing that's really pushed me. But my, my gut's telling me it's going to be an L. Okay. Um, I think I'll side with JK3 on this one because I'm just afraid of facing the Super Bowl champions. I'll say L on that as the tiebreaker. Indianapolis away. We come back for an away game against the Colts. Uh, Derek, what do you think about that one? That's a win. Yeah, no, spend no time on that one. That's a W. Okay. Home versus the Steelers. This will be a fun one after everything that uh, played out last season. When? I, I yeah, we smash them. We we got we got their number eight twenty on uh, on Sunday night, man. Oh, that that's just gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be this, pretty it's cool. Gonna be, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be so much warmer this time. I watched them play the Steelers than the last time going to the playoffs. So I'm really excited about it. And it's around this time that Le'Veon's gonna shut it down because he's gonna try not to get hurt. Already have a thousand yards. 
so then he can get his contract next year, so he won't run hard against us. He'll just take it easy. Yeah, I, I would. I would like to see Juju uh, Smith Schuster get a get a touchdown just to see what kind of crazy dance he pulls out because that that guy's uh, pretty funny. He pulled out the Fortnite dance at Coachella. If anybody saw it, or maybe I'm just a nerd. <laughs> Fortnite. <Go on. laughs> yeah. Do you guys play Fortnite? No, I haven't. I watch it. Is that weird? Uh, I just can't get into it. Dude, I don't understand like the whole port of fort thing, like how you can build up the fort really quick, but then get like sniped while you're trying to. See, so uh, we got uh, Buffalo next. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. The other thing about the Steelers game, too, is it's probably going to be really similar because of all the the hype involved with us going there, I bet there's going to be a whole ton. Not that there's not usually for Pittsburgh when they travel, but I bet there's going to be even a bigger push for like Steelers fans to try to show up and, and cause some mayhem just because of what happened last year. I mean, they, they, they show up all the time anyway. We got two bars here locally that are nothing but Steeler fans. So you already got that. Plus, you know, by that time, November, it's going to be cold up there. So they're going to want to come down here. It won't matter. They're, they're, they're going to catch it. They're going to catch a beat down. A lot of those throws that Ben Roethlisberger had in that playoff game were desperation throws that were desperation completions. So we should have really kicked the crap out of them a second time. Um, it, it doesn't even matter. Still, still going to be a W for us. Okay. Then we go in reverse order from the playoffs last year, and we go away to the Buffalo Bills, which I thought was kind of an interesting setup on the schedule. So away at the Bills, November twenty fifth. Cold time, uh, 1 p.m. I think we lose that game. I don't know why. Really? I just think we lose that game. I don't know why. No way. No I don't way. know why. Just nah. coming off the high of the Steelers and beating and smashing them again. I, I, yeah. I, I just I don't know why. I can picture that. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. It's almost like a trap game. Yeah, yeah, I hear it's, you. It's not, it's not, not actually a trap because it's not the game after that's the Colts and we should beat them. But it's just I don't like coming off the the Steelers the the prime time the Sunday night and then we go up to lonely Buffalo with Bills Mafia and the tables and all that stuff and we come out flat and they come ready to play. I can see that happening because last year that was like one of the thing, one of the common trends with the Jags. Like they would beat a team that they shouldn't beat, and then they'd come out like flat as yeah. you know what, and then just leave a bunch of games on the field. And next thing you know, the effort was too little, too late, you know, or too much, too late. So, um, but yeah, I could I could definitely see that happening, especially they left what Arizona on the, the field, Jets. 49ers on the field, the Jets on the field. Yeah, we yeah, I I I see a reason. I agree with that. Okay. I, I agree with that being a trap. So with that being said, if we if we lose the Buffalo game and then we come back home for the Colts, that's almost like the perfect rebound game to get another win, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, before we have to go play our nemesis again, the Titans. and uh, You think we get it right this year and at least split? I don't know, man. Both, I mean, just have been terrible. Both performances have been absolutely dreadful against them. Or you know, all four of them for the last four years. When's or the last two years? Like, when's the last time we've beaten them? I don't even know. Yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna. Uh, I, I'm. I'll tell you this: we're winning the next three games, but I'm just gonna say we're gonna take an L there too. Yeah. So we get swept again by the Titans, <laughs> which I can see. I can see it. I can see. It, I can see it happening. Just realistically and understanding and know like the fanhood in me hates that I just said that but what I've seen on tape like you said the last two years I don't understand what it is that they do um you know that that's so well that gives us so much trouble but yeah I, I see that but then so you got us uh beating the skins obviously mm-hmm. back at home December 16th yeah I got that too Beat okay, the dolphins. So that, that's a win win okay and then the Texans away, we're gonna we're gonna uh, beat them too. Um, we it's like we are to the Texans is what the Titans are to us, you know. Yeah, and then and then everybody just beats the yeah. Colts, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so with 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 what you guys have projected with the tiebreakers too, that would say at this point that we'd be ten and six on the season. I agree with that. Yeah. 
Sounds good. As much as I'd love to say that, oh, that. yeah, we're back. We're, you know, we're, we're going to go 13-3. and three. Our football team isn't built to go 13-3. and three. It's built to run the ball and play defense. And when you do that, you go 10-6, and 11-5, maybe 12-4 and four, if you're lucky. Um, and is that is that does that win the division ten and six? Yes, it does. It, it'll it'll always win our division. Um, the although here's a side note. You notice we got two away games that finished the year again. Hmm. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, correct. I don't like that. I'd rather take one of the games up, uh, like for the first you know four weeks and move it down uh, towards the end of the season. Um. I'd have to check. I need to check on the schedule from 2016, but something tells me that's the third year in a row. Oh, let me double check here. I, I could be wrong. Well, other than the Bills game in November, and I don't even know how cold it gets in November in Buffalo, but we really do avoid a lot of cold weather in, in November, December, which is pretty good. You know, Miami, Houston, Tennessee, and Buffalo. Yeah. What's up with the Dolphins game? This It says December 22nd slash 23rd to be determined. Is that normal? They may flex that game. It, it depends because, you know, Christmas oh, okay. it, or Christmas Eve is on. Well, so if the 22nd is on a Saturday, the 23rd be on Sunday. So you got Christmas Eve on, was that Monday? Monday? Yeah. yeah. So here you go. So in 2016, we had the, the Titans at home, which we beat. I guess that's the last time we've beaten the Titans on uh, December or December 24th, Christmas Eve, 38-17. And then we played a road game last game of the season against the Colts, which we lost 24-20. So, we, may, we have beaten Titans. wonder why we can't do it again. Yeah. Okay, well, that's 10-6. Uh, and six. That would be pretty good. I'd be excited about that record, I think. So, obviously, this is uh, super early, and I'm sure we'll do this again and kind of recoup after you know the draft, training camp, uh, a little bit closer to maybe preseason or even after preseason, I guess. Um, you know, we were pretty spot on. Each of us uh, correctly predicted that we go to the AFC Championship game last season, so that was pretty good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so obviously, we have a good record. Uh, but lastly, I know uh, JK3, you wanted to touch on this just to kind of wrap up uh, Paul Puzlesny, the whole press conference and uh, retirement and everything. Uh, what did you have to say about that? Man, that was that was awesome. Man, it was really good to see uh, you know Paz go out the way he did. Uh, such a professional and like a, you know, just an all around good guy. I know we always joke about Paz being like Captain America and hanging up the hurricane shutters during the hurricane and everything. But I mean, it's just a testament, man, to, to who he is in the end of an era. Um, that, that one play, or he had a, not that one play, he had a, a game where he like broke the bridge of his nose or something and like was bleeding. You know, that's just something, man, that always goes down. So, uh, or something that just went down in, in Jaguars history is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So, and let you know what type of player. And plus, Telvin's, uh, Telvin's speech to introduce yeah. him, you know, it's just that was crazy. Kind of tells you, yeah, it just tells you what he what he meant to to the team. So, hopefully, we can have more pros like Pause, or excuse me, more, or we can have uh, what Pause is left here for Miles Jack. Blair Brown and uh, Telvin, and hopefully the next line lineage of linebacker come through, kind of still you know read off that blueprint. Yeah, it's it's a constant professional. The leadership, uh, he's definitely you know instilled that in a lot of the players, especially Telvin Smith, which you which you said. You know, I got a, a friend of mine that uh, lives across the pond uh, from Denmark. And I told him a few years ago, I said, man, I think Telvin's going to uh, take Paz's spot one day as being the captain of the team. And he said, yeah, but not for another few years, not for another three or four years. And I said, I don't know, man, it's getting kind of close. And I think it's kind of, you know, Telvin's younger, obviously, but it's kind of almost by default that he uh, Telvin's going to have that spot now. So. Hopefully he's given enough uh, knowledge to, to Miles Jack to be able to play the middle position, and we'll see about weak side. You know, who, who knows? You know, you're rarely in a four three nowadays. Anyway, you're always a nickel with a four two and five. So, but hats off to him. Uh, hopefully he'll get in the, uh, at least the Ring of Honor. Um, not Hall of Fame worthy, probably not. You know, but hey, we love him here. So, hats off to him, man, for a career. 
Have they said whether uh, he'll remain with the organization or team in like some capacity or, or no? Not to my knowledge. No. So I know everybody had kind of talked about, oh, he'd be a great coach or, I don't know, consultant or something, but I just hadn't heard anything about that, so I was kind of curious. He doesn't seem like – he seems like the type that would teach, but I don't know if he could be there on the sideline mm-hmm. because, he, you know, it probably burns him up. Maybe that's what – see, that's why he probably – I mean, who knows? We don't know this, but – he retains 32. Yeah, you know, nowadays you got the whole CTE thing and, and people are worried about their bodies, rightfully so, playing this violent game. But maybe it burned him up to be sitting on the sidelines. He couldn't go out there and compete and play. Yeah. So, you know, see, usually guys that are that competitive, they kind of have to step away for a while and to, to get to tone that tone that down some. Yeah, and you can see the pictures, too. I guess he uh, was there with his wife. I think he had two kids, so it's good for him that he'll be able to kind of, you know, relax a little bit and hang out with his family because uh, his kids look pretty young, so that'll, that'll be good for him. Um, all right, well, we'll kind of wrap it up there. I know that we're going to try to record again prior to the draft, maybe um, Monday, Tuesday of next week. Uh, so uh, are either of you guys going to the thing on Thursday down there at the uh, – like the draft party and the quote-unquote official uniform unveiling down at the stadium? I've thought about it. I don't know yet. I've thought about it. I might do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be on a bachelor party, so mm, let me know how it goes. (laughs) Well, it's the official unveiling. You know, the players are going to be wearing the new uniforms. I definitely think you should bail on the bachelor party and see that. Uh, Now what? Not when I'm going to get my own last name on the back of one. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, we're, my daughter and I will, will be down there. So, uh, so yeah. All right. Well, cool. Uh, we'll wrap it there. And if you guys don't mind doing us a favor, because we're uh, pretty close to 100. I haven't checked it in a couple of days. Maybe we're already there. I don't think we are. But uh, we're pretty close to 100 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. So if you guys could leave us a rating or review on there, we would certainly appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys next time. All right, guys, take care. Take it easy, guys. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com